Wowzer fams! Before we start the show, I just want to thank all of the incredible Inventoritos who have shared their amazing ideas for our Adventure Toolkit contest. And if you're still tinkering with yours, you have until Friday, November 2nd to enter. In the meantime, here's a little sample of some of the Bonker Balls creations that have come in so far. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My idea for the your toolbox is a supercomputer that has a mini satellite dish, easy keys, highly visual screen, and a camera. Hi, this is the on-the-go chair. I think this can help Mindy and Guy Raz relax when they're like tired. This is the Anawan. Instead of putting on all of those really, really uncomfortable suits, you can just use this wand to turn into the animal you're studying. My gadget is called the Atom Gadget. The spinners will turn so fast that they will create atoms. Atoms will go out of the, the machine and create an object. Have fun. This is the Reggie Whistle. It can quickly signal Reggie instead of them having to yell, Reggie! Introducing Taco Lab. It's a science lab and a endless supply of taco. The end. Pretty amazing, huh? And remember, there's still time to enter, and one winning creation will be put to use in an upcoming new episode of Wow in the World this December. To enter yours, visit tinkercast.com slash inventorito. That's it. Now let's get on with the show. around here somewhere. Coming! Run, 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 run. Good morning, Guy Ross. Hey, Mindy, I came as soon as I got your message in a bottle. Yeah, which I threw into the ocean like three hours ago. What took you so long? Well, typically a message in a bottle could take as long as... Wait, wait, if this was so urgent, Mindy, why didn't you just call me? <sighs> well, that's the problem, Guy Raz. I may or may not have lost my phone. Again? Yeah, but this time I know it's around here somewhere. Well, have you tried retracing your steps? Yes. Of course I have not tried retracing my steps. Uh... Okay, let me think. I definitely remember having it this morning when I was scrolling through Grandma G-Force's vacation pictures on FaceBase. Grandma G-Force is on vacation? She was supposed to join me on a silent meditation retreat next week. Well, I don't know if I should really call it a vacation when she's in Japan getting her PhD in sumo wrestling. Sumo wrestling? Yep. University of Kyoto parking lot. Is that an accredited course? Yes, 
Of course it's not an accredited course, Guy Ross. Anyway, back to your phone. After you checked out G-Force's face space, what did you do next? Um, then I clicked on Wamazon and ordered this giant ice cream sandwich. Uh, I think that might have just been an inflatable mattress. Oh, that would explain the weird texture. What? Yeah, I just kept chewing and chewing and chewing and uh, chewing I and think... chewing and chewing and oh, chewing and chewing. Okay, and... okay. So, so then what did you do? Um. Uh... Come on, come on. Think, Mindy. I don't remember. Mindy. Oh, but I know it's around here somewhere. That's why I sent you that message in a bottle inviting you to come over. That maybe I could relax and take a nap while you search for it. Of course. How can I help? So, sorry, sorry. Um, could you just uh, could you just call my phone? Yeah, sure. L- let me just get my phone out here. Uh, what's your number again? <gasps> oh, sorry. Uh, five five five. Uh-huh. Five five five. Uh, okay. Five five five. What? Five. Sorry, I know that's a lot of numbers to remember. Okay. Uh, calling now. Oh, I hear it. Yeah, me too. But. Where is it coming from? Uh, I think it's over this way, Mindy. No, 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 no. It's definitely coming from this way. Are you sure? I swear it's coming from over here. Nope. I'm telling you, it's got... Hi, thanks for calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record. I think I'd call those inconclusive results. Oh, man, still no closer to finding it. I'm usually so good at these kinds of things. Really? Uh, Yeah, I don't want to brag or anything, but my family is kind of known for its exceptional listening skills. Oh, of course. Didn't you win the NPR Marco Polo competition last year? Marco! Polo. Marco! Polo. Fish out of water! That means you, Terry Gross! Uh, W-H-Y, why am I so bad at this? I'll teach you for dipping out for some fresh air! Yep, raining champs, five years running. <sighs> but if only these fleshy seashells on the side of my head were better at hearing where my phone was coming from. Fleshy seashells? Ah, uh, Yeah, it's what I call my ears. Well, Mindy, first of all, those fleshy seashells are called ears, and secondly, they do much more than just help you hear. They also help you keep your balance and stop you from falling flat on your face. Keep my balance? Guy Ross, you're telling me that my ears help me stay on my... Whoa! Uh, that's right, Mindy. Pretty incredible, huh? Oh, yeah, real incredible. Now help me out. Here you go. Ah! Oh, what's more incredible, though, is how all of the little parts of the ear come together to help you hear. Really? Really. Your ear is made up of three different sections. The outer ear, the middle ear, and the inner ear. Hmm, let me see that mirror. Outer ear... Middle ear and inner ear is somewhere in there. And all of these parts come together to help you hear what you hear. Like how all of those cogs or gears in a clock work together to help tell the time. Exactly. So how exactly do our ears detect sound? Well, I could tell you, Mindy. Yes. Or I could show you. Yes. 
was hoping you'd say that. All right, all right, wait right here. I've got just the thing back in my place. Wait, what? Where are you going? <sighs> I guess I'll just wait here. No human soul, we're in a golden age. So many emergencies are blowing off the page. Wow, in the world, we're in the world. Wow, in the world, we're in the world. Ta-da! There was. What do you have on your face? Are those ski goggles? Nope. Onion cutting goggles? Uh, uh-uh. <gasps> Are we playing pin the tail on your grandma? No, Mindy. This is my new virtual reality headset. I've been meaning to find an excuse to try it out. Cool. And I got one just for you. Put it on. I'll, I'll boot it up. Okay. Putting it on. Well, don't you remember that time I took you to that fancy party and you just started introducing yourself to everyone? Hi, so nice to meet you. My name is Mindy. My head's roughly the circumference of a basketball. And do you mind if I double dip? Oh, mm. Did you get the pizza bagel? Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Anyway, nice job, buddy. You're a good listener. All right, all right, let me just put mine on. Okay, I'm just going to put mine over my eyes now. Ah, Guy Raz, I can't see anything. Where am I? Am I fine? Where did everybody go? What's happening to me? Can I have a sandwich? Calm down, Mindy. I, I just need to boot it up. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, just take me out of this darkness. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. And here we are. Whoa, Guy Raz, this is Balls. What am I looking at? This, Mindy, is a giant human ear. ear. In fact, it's my ear. Your ear? Guy Raz, why are we looking at a giant version of your ear? Well, naturally, to learn how to hear. What? To learn how to hear. What? To learn how to hear. What? Uh... Okay. So what's the first step? Well, the first thing our ears do is pick up sound waves. So here, let me just show you. I just need to fiddle with the simulation here. And perfect, here it is. Ooh, what in the garage? There are sound waves everywhere. This is so cool. Mindy, we are surrounded by sound waves all the time. And it's these sound waves that enter our ears and then get turned into electrical signals that our brain then understands as sound. So how does that work? Well, these invisible sound waves are first picked up by the outer ear. Which is the fleshy, floppy part of the ear on the side of your head, right? The fleshy seashell? Stop calling it that, but yes, that fleshy, floppy part is called the pinna. And after these sound waves enter our ears, they travel down the ear canal. Ah, what happened? Oh, don't worry, Mindy. All I did was transport us down to the next stage of the ear. We're still in the virtual reality simulation, remember? Don't worry. Oh, right. Almost forgot. So, um, Garaz, what exactly is this weird gooey stuff we're standing in right now. Oh, that, uh, oh, it's, um... Because it looks kind of funky. Yeah, it's, uh, my, uh... It's your what? Uh, earwax. Your earwax? Oh, gross! Hey, Roz, I'm standing in your virtual earwax? Ah, oh, get it off! Uh... Get it off! Get it 
up. This is so gross. So gross. So gross. So gross. So gross. So gross. Well, it might be gross, Mindy, but earwax actually contains a bunch of different chemicals that fight off infections that might hurt the skin inside the ear. Oh, so sort of like how some books come with a paper book cover to keep the book from getting all messed up? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. But still gross. Gross, but useful. Hmm. Gross, but useful. Kind of like me. What? What? Anyway, maybe we should just get out of here. Hi, aye, aye, Captain. Where are we going next? Well, the next part of the job is to turn these sound waves into vibrations. And for that, we have to visit... The eardrum. Oh, man, you gotta warn me before you do that next time. Sorry, Mindy, (sighs) but here we are. We're at the eardrum. (sighs) Well, I guess it does kind of look like a drum. Man, wish I'd brought my virtual drumsticks with me. Yeah, and when the sound wave hits this piece of skin... Oh, look, here comes one now. Whoa. See, watch this sound wave. It vibrates this piece of skin back and forth. Yeah, it's totally vibrating back and forth. And these vibrations are then passed on through a series of tiny bones inside the ear to the last stop on our journey, the cochlea. Uh Uh-oh, does this mean another jump? Yep. Whoa, where are we now, Guy Raz? Is this some sort of a baby pool? There's water everywhere. Oh, this isn't water, Mindy. It's a runny mixture of sodium, calcium, chlorine, potassium, and electrolytes. Well, whatever it is, it's dank and not in a good way. So, um, where exactly in the ear are we now? We're inside the cochlea. And once the vibrations reach this part of the ear, they move all of this fluid inside the cochlea, which brushes up on these fine little hairs on the side right here. Ooh, so smooth. And when all this fluid laps up against these hairs, it's like information. And that information is turned into electrical signals that the brain can then understand as sound. Man, that's so wow. But it doesn't really help you find your phone. Yeah, not really. I did get to show off my virtual reality headset, though. Yeah, speaking of which, you think we could take these things off now? Sure thing. Well, let me just uh, shut them down. Okay, pop this baby off. That's better. Pretty cool, right? Super cool. Maybe you could make a scan of my ears later, and then we can finally figure out where my phone is. What do you mean? Well, the shape of your ear actually matters when it comes to how you're able to tell where a sound is coming from. Really? Yeah, so I just read this crazy new study from a group of neuroscientists from the University of Montreal. And just to be clear, neuroscientists are the type of scientists who study how the brain works, right? Yeah, exactly. So this team of neuroscientists were able to figure out how the sound waves bounce around the outer part of our ears. The fleshy seashell. No, Guy Raz, the correct term is the pinna. Uh... So it turns out how the sound waves bounce around in your pinna 
also help you tell where the sound is coming from. Whoa, so it helps you tell whether a sound is coming from above or below your head? Exactoritos. Huh, so how do they work that out? Oh, so this part's pretty cool. They did it using a dome made of speakers and some ear molds made out of this rubbery plastic stuff called silicone. And then what did they do? Okay, so first, the scientists got a bunch of volunteers to sit in the dome of speakers. And then they played sounds through and got them to guess which direction the sounds were coming from. Okay. And then they got their volunteers to put on those rubbery silicone ear molds, which fit right in the nook of their ears. Okay. And when they replayed the sounds for them with these ear molds in, the volunteers had a much harder time telling whether the sound was coming from above or below them. Huh, so what does it all mean? Well, Guy Raz, it means that the shape of our ears affects how our brains are able to pinpoint or figure out where sounds are coming from. Okay, so let me see if I have this right. Because the ear mold changed how the sound waves bounced around their outer ears, that changed how those sound waves were converted into vibrations and then that confused their brains. Right, but that's not even the best part. Well, why? Okay, so the researchers had the volunteers keep these ear molds in their ears for one whole week. And when they came back, the researchers had them do the same test again. And what did they find? Well, they found that the volunteers were able to predict where the sounds were coming from just as well as they did the first time around without the molds. Wow, so their brains were able to adapt to their new ear shapes? You know it, Guy Raz. Huh, so what does it all mean, Mindy? Well, it means that this research might one day lead to better listening devices for people who have trouble hearing. That's so cool, Mindy. You know, I have a friend that's been in the market for, uh... Hey, hey, wait, Mindy, what's that in your ear? In my what? What are you talking about? In your ear, Mindy. There's something in there. Uh, let me see here. Um, ooh, sticky. Is it earwax? Mm, No, it's... Definitely not earwax. Is it? (gasps) Gum! Mindy, Mindy, why do you have gum stuck in your ear? Okay, it's kind of a long story, Uh, but I'll tell you it anyway. uh, So it all started one Saturday afternoon when I was trying to reenact the study that we were just talking about. What? But then I came to the part with the silicone ear molds and realized I didn't have any silicone. So I had to make do with... Gum. Hey, anything for science, am I right? We interrupt this episode of Wow in the World to bring you a brief public safety reminder. Never, ever, ever put anything into your ear. Putting things in your ear is extremely dangerous. Thank you. And now back to the show. Well, Mindy, that gum is probably why you haven't been able to use your super hearing skills to find your phone, right? Oh, my googly-eyed cat. Guy Raz, you're right. Oh, I better get this stuff out of here. How do you feel now? Oh, like a whole new person. Guy Raz, you want to try giving my phone another ring? Sure thing. I know exactly where it's coming from this time. It's coming from the kitchen! 
run, 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 run. Mindy, run, wait run, for me. Run, run. Got it. Mindy, what is your... Oh, there you are, you crazy little phone. Never do that to me again. I missed you so much. Mindy, was it in your fridge? Well, technically the freezer. Earlier today, it froze up on me, so I just got so mad I threw it in there with all the other frozen stuff. Uh... Now I'm just so glad I found you again, Bone. What? Uh... Hey, Reggie, come here. I found it. I found Bone. It was in the freezer all along. So many missed calls. Guy Ross, Guy Ross, Guy Ross, Guy Ross, Guy Ross, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Guy Ross, Elon Musk, my mom, Guy Ross, Guy Ross, Guy Ross, Guy Ross, Reggie. Wow in the world will be right back. Grownups, this message is for you. This message comes from NPR sponsor GoFundMe. This holiday season, GoFundMe is introducing five causes to bring people, charities, and donors together around a central need and experience the joy of giving. From social justice and COVID-19 relief to animals and education, donations help both urgent aid and long-term relief. Supporters receive updates from the people and charities they've helped and can see their impact. Visit GoFundMe to learn more. Support also comes from Little Passports, offering activity kits to keep kids engaged and expand their minds. Hands-on activities and games invite kids to explore the world and unpack the mysteries of science. They'll travel to countries like France, Brazil, and Egypt and build scientific wonders like a volcano, a submarine, and a solar-powered car, all from their kitchen table. More at littlepassports.com. I'm Ophira Eisenberg. Join me on NPR's Ask Me Another as we challenge contestants and celebrities to nerdy word games, music parodies, and ponderful trivia. Find us every week on the NPR One app and wherever you listen to podcasts. That's it! Back to the show! Wow in the world! Hi! Thanks for calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record... Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. This is Payson, and I am 10. I am Haley. I am 6 years old. We live in Manhattan Beach, California. My wow in the world is that flies are pollinators. My wow in the world is that dragonflies are carnivores. Thank you, Mindy and Guy Ross. We love your show. Hello, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Harry. I live in San Francisco. If I'm eight years old, my wow is that when I ride my bike, I go 12.5 miles per hour average because it's downhill. We love your shows. Thanks. Hi, this is Rosie from Massachusetts, and my wow in the world is that bees do a dance to show other bees where flowers are. Bye, Mindy and Grass. I love your show. Hello, my name is Luke, and I live in Pennsylvania, and my wow in the world is that hummingbirds weigh less than a penny. Bye, I love your show. Love your show! Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Kate. I'm from Denver, Colorado. I'm nine years old. My wow in the world is the age of Egyptian pharaohs lasted so long that Cleopatra was 
born closer to moon landings than she was to the building of the Great Pyramid at Giza. I love your show. My favorite episode was the one about CRISPR. Your show makes me so happy. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Anders, and I'm nine years old and calling from Millville, Utah. And my wow in the world is that anteaters have little hooks on their tongues that help them pick up ants. Love your show. Bye. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Grace. I'm seven years old, and I live in Long Beach, California. My wow in the world is that the Statue of Liberty was originally brown, but the weather changed it to green. Bye. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Wow in the World. And if you want to keep the conversation going, check out some of the questions we posted on this episode at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more details on how your kids can become part of the World Organization of Wowzers. Lots of cool perks, exclusive T-shirts, autographed pictures of us, and a bunch of other cool stuff. WowInTheWorld.com Our show is produced by Jed Anderson Say hello, Jed! Yeah. With help from Thomas Van Kalken, Chelsea Urson, and Jessica Bodie. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer is the big boss Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups You can find more of their awesome all-ages music at thepopups.com And parents and teachers, if you want to send us an email Our address is hello at WowInTheWorld.com Grown-ups, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WowInTheWorld. And if you want to be featured at the end of the show, call us up and tell us your wow in the world. Our phone number is 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. That's 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. And parents, if you want to upload any photos or videos or messages to us, please visit wowintheworld.com and find a link where you can do just that. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcasts. Leave us a few stars and a review and be sure to tell a friend about the show. Until next time, keep on wowing. Wow in the World was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR. Hey, this is Stretch Armstrong. And this is Bobby DeGarcia, the hosts of What's Good. We're back with a brand new season. We've got Erica Badu, Lenny Kravitz, Black Thought, and more. You'll hear B-side stories from A-list guests. Subscribe now. 